0: Welcome back, friends, to the show that is all about friendship and connection. If you're new to Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, welcome. We are so happy you're here. Maybe you found us through Facebook or Instagram, or maybe it was Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or maybe a friend recommended this podcast to you. However it is you found us, thank you for being here today. We would love to have you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Or a story. It's March 30th, 2021, and this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, Episode 10. You are invited to join me and my longtime BFF Katie Walters as we share with you our insights on the HBO documentary Fake Famous and the reasons why we believe personal connections are so important in our lives. I'm Janine Lombardi. And this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories. Hey, it's, it's been a while. I know. Good to be here.
1: It is. It is. So what are we talking about today?
0: Fakers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's with an A.
1: Fake famous and uh, the movie Versus authentic connections, creating authentic connections. And I know I saw the movie and I think I said to Janine, oh, my God, you've got to watch this movie. Um, You know, as we're starting out the podcast, it's been interesting just to see, you know, want to grow a following. But do we really want to grow a following of people that aren't interested in what we have to say? No. Um, For those of you who have not seen Fake Famous, it's an HBO documentary by this guy named Nick Built in and it was a sort of a social experiment he did this um, I thought it was interesting the casting call and all it said was do you want to be famous and they had over 4,000 people that replied so 4,000 people yeah I want to be famous but famous for what I guess it doesn't really matter
0: right you're just and at uh, what cost and at what cost they don't care right? Uh,
1: Yeah, good point. No, 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 none of that. Um, I guess everybody sort of wants to be Instagram famous. So I just thought it was interesting. They, they scaled it down to three final people. And they deliberately picked people that they thought they'd have a harder time making famous. And uh, one gal who um, was sort of an actress trying to do her thing. And then one guy who was a real estate um, assistant, and then another guy and I thought the other guy was really cool, because he would make Um, clothing, one of a kind, like one of a kind clothing from the thrift store. So they were like, you know, the whole recycle. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, Janine, have you heard of that pink wall in LA?
0: Is that a real place and like a real thing? Yes, it is. And (laughs) I'm not cool enough to have ever been there, but, but I kind of want to go up there now. And then I've been noticing though, around places different walls like that. Now, the interesting thing to me about that is it's literally just pink, bright, like bubblegum, Pepto-Bismol pink, right? For those that didn't watch the, the movie. Right. Um, and, but what I'm seeing around here are like sides of buildings with more like murals and but bright colors and, and but designed to have people stop and take pictures. I mean, even like the one that we did in Nashville with like the butterfly wings, right? Yes. But there's just yes. more and more of that to help people like curate this life of cool, um, just mm-hmm. by standing against a wall. Right. But the, the fascinating thing about that pink wall is that's all it is. It's not a famous location. It's not like something happened <laughs> there. I still kind of don't get it, but evidently it's, oh. it's like, you know, um, the mentality of, of wanting to, to do something that other people are doing just because they're doing it. Well, so, so people are flying here
1: from, like England to take a picture right. in front of a pink wall, and I thought, really, they're coming all that way for that? I mean, you, that's something that you could fake just about anywhere, in my opinion.
0: Right, right. Um, Instead of spending uh, ten hours and five hundred dollars oh my... to get here, right? Oh my God, crazy! Yeah. So, so why are we talking about this today?
1: especially because we are starting a new venture. with And I just was really fascinated by the fact that people wanted to have all these followers because the more followers you have, then brands will discover you and you know, perhaps give you things, money, trips, whatever. Um, in fact, it was funny that one girl from the show, she ended up getting to a place where she was really making some traction and then it was the pandemic. So she had finally earned an all expense page trip that she didn't get to take. So right. um,
0: what was interesting to me is, like it pulled back the curtain and showed you yes. just how fake it can all be and how, how easy it is to fake it. And they're not saying that everybody fakes it. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really on the beach in Hawaii or they're really, you know, doing something cool. But this really showed two things, right? How they fake the image they project in their photos and so forth. And it also showed, which was super interesting, how you can buy fake followers fake likes yes. for cheap, oh my God, yes. for super cheap, and it's a very lucrative business for the people that are selling that stuff, and And then, of course, it was super scary to know how they do it, that they take little pieces of your information and my information and the other person across the street, and then they make a new person, and that's your bot. because I do remember crazy? back when I first was um, blogging, you know, people would... It, it, you would get a follower, but it would just be a bunch of letters and numbers. So you knew it was fake. Now mm-hmm. it looks like a name. It looks like a G, an email or you know something on Gmail. And right. it's harder to tell um, at face value if, if it's fake. And that just to me was, and that was part of this experiment, right? Like, can we buy this influence in a way, right? And get more people's attention. And then you, you know, based on that, then you're getting real followers you wouldn't get but it's, it's kind of a, a racket and a scheme and a, a very premise of fake 2,000 people or these 20,000 or these 200,000 people. It's not the real deal, you know.
1: I remember though for um, after watching that show and, and you know I like, I like Instagram just for inspiration and creativity and seeing beautiful images or whatever and um, I was thinking, well, I don't really follow influencers. And then a friend of mine said, well, do you have anybody that you follow that says click or swipe up for more or something? I thought, yeah, I do. And she's like, well, then you follow influencers. And, you know, one of them is like an older gal who's always talking about makeup and, you know, skincare and how to stay younger looking. I'm like, okay, well, I can follow her. She seems authentic to me. But if I find somebody and I look at their feed. So before I follow anybody, I look at their feed. And if their feed is only pictures of them doing whatever, I think, no, it's, that's a turnoff to me. So I'm yeah. like, nope, not following you. Yeah. You need to have something, at least in my opinion, just for me, I want something I'm going to gain from it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, are, what am I going to gain from spending my time following you?
0: Well, and the other thing I've noticed is, so someone will want to follow me, for example, and I'll go, so I'll go look before I say it's Okay. And they'll have, like, no posts, like, they don't make any posts themselves, and there's, they've got a whole bunch of people they are following, and, I, and I'm like, this is just somebody trying to build something on me that's not right. authentic, and so I don't ever go down that path, but I mean, it takes, like, to manage all of that, it's kind of a lot of work if if you really <laughs> want to kind of keep it pure, so a lot of people don't maybe want to take the time, but let's talk about some of the, the things the tricks, like there are tricks that, you know, Hey, if you're interested in, in being more fake famous, you can, can borrow. (laughs) But I mean, I was so, I'll share my favorite and then maybe you could share a couple of yours. So they're in a, they go to the back, a backyard. So you got a photographer, you've got the guy who's kind of leading the experiment and you've got this, this woman who's, who's one of the um, people that uh, is going to participate. And it's not even like a fancy, nice backyard per se. And in the corner, there's the blue plastic kiddie pool that they fill with water. And then they fill it with a bunch of rose petals. And she lays her head back. So, so all you see in the picture are these rose petals around her head. And it says she's at this like super high-end exclusive spa. I don't think so, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it shows you with an eye and photography and you know, garbage in the yard that you can make it look like you're just about anywhere cool that um, that, that you're really not. Oh my gosh. Well
1: one of my favorites and it's funny because I was trying to do a return today to Home Depot because all of the crap that we collect doing home remodels and one of them was a new toilet seat, just like a cover, like a toilet or a new seat, yeah. toilet seat, that they people buy and then they hold up and they may have a drink and you know, like a fake background, so, may, so it looks like, oh, I'm in first class, yeah, with this. It is a toilet seat, yeah. So I Fun. thought maybe I shouldn't return the toilet seat. Maybe I should just keep it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God
0: a lot cheaper, right? But then taking some first class trip. Um, And you know, and the guy too, he was supposed to be in a super high end gym with a private trainer and same thing. He's like in a warehouse. But what happens is people that really do offer those services, then call these people up and say, come train with me for real so that they can get the publicity for their business From this influencer. And and so little by little, those things did start to happen to these people in the experiment. You know, it was interesting to to look at the three different paths that they took. And and the one woman, you know, she really kind of went with it, you know, took all the free product, Mm -hmm. took all the opportunity. And because she was an aspiring actress, you know, she did find that she got benefit right from. Uh, casting calls and maybe getting called back. And so, so some financial gain actually coming from that, because at first I was thinking, how do you pay your rent with tennis shoes or perfume, right? Sunglasses, so classes, yeah. Product's right. cool, Good Good but question. like, it doesn't pay the rent. You know, she started to see that result, but why don't you tell him about the fashion designer and kind of his experience, this whole thing, and, and, and his, I guess aversion would be the ultimate reaction that he had to this whole thing. Right.
1: I think that um, it was interesting to watch the paths that they all sort of started to take. And he really discovered that for him personally, and he said, I would rather have 100 authentic, real people following me versus 10,000 bots. And I thought, wow. So he gets it in a way, But, but is he also in a way sabotaging his goal of Making himself like famous so he could create a clothing line that people would, you know, want to purchase. I don't know. I, I just, I really admired that about him because he did recognize, you know, this is just a bunch of crap.
0: It was, I think, a matter of like ethics or principle or whatever you want to say. And and mm-hmm. actually, his true belief and confidence in what he was creating, right? And he wanted to be known for what he was actually making and wanted to hear from the people that actually liked it. Like he was going through his um, comments and he could tell, he goes, oh, this is a fake comment. That's a fake comment, uh-huh. you know, and, he, and that doesn't help him make better designs or even sell more, right? It. Right. Um, I thought it was a good example of, it's not always easy to make your dreams come true. You you've got to um, sometimes make choices that allow you to stick truer to who you are and what you believe, right? Your morals or whatever you want to yes. say, your compass, um, and that's how you sleep at night too. So I feel like this guy maybe made a hard choice, but you know, at the end of the day, he probably slept better than than some uh, who have like ridden the wave of of just the the fake the fake famous you know, and then, you he, know, yeah,
1: and he, he seemed more like he had more self-confidence too. Like yeah. he really believed in himself. He believed in what he was creating, and, you know, as a thrift store shopper, the reduce, reuse, recycle thing. I love, I'm like, oh my gosh, where's this guy? I would totally yeah. buy something that if he created it, cause right. it's just a complete one of a kind made from recycled products. I love that. I mean, that just so is a win-win to me.
0: That's who he wants to be his follower right? Not a bunch of of bots, because he doesn't need to even sell a million pieces, right? He needs to sell the right number of pieces to the people who actually want to buy them, right? And then there's just this, it just exposed the plain, plain, ugly side of thing. Person, the real estate agent uh, assistant, you know, started racking up, you know, I think he was up to like 30,000 or something followers and, but he started to get trolled. And you make yourself vulnerable and you expose yourself to people's negative comments. And, you know, when you hear some of the things that random, again, strangers will say to other people about how they look or what they're doing, it's just, it can be hard. And for this person, he, he had to shut it down, right? And, he, and I think he went all the way off right. for a bit and then he went private, which, you right. know, that, he, that's kind of, he sort of self sabotaged that
1: whole, the whole process, but, but he didn't have a lot of self-confidence, right? And he was looking at this as a way to gain more self-confidence. But we were talking before we started taping. Tell me the acronym that you had come up with or heard. heard. Yes.
0: So, so... A lot of us are familiar with the FOMO, fear of missing out, which again is has to do a lot with what we're talking about. But the new one I heard was FOPO, which is fear of people's opinions so that we care yes. so much about what people say. So when they start laying into things in the comments section and, you know, it's just as easy numbers game when the more people you have following you, especially the further and further removed they are, they're truly people that know you and like you or like your product. You know, they're, they're not likely to slam you in the comments, but right. when they're just random people or fake people for that matter, the hurt, and I mean, in, it didn't, I don't think dive quite into this, but I can only imagine the um, anxiety and causing depression in some people. And when when oh yes, it's not com- healthy. You know, in the comparison kind of sense of things, what yes. what it causes people to do. And I was sharing, I was had it was with a friend today, and I asked her, I go, hey, you know, do you have any kind of stories about when you felt like you've had to fake it in the past? And you know, she shared with me that even before all of this digital platforms and social media we might be having a bad time in our lives and we would still man bust out that smile for the camera. (laughs) And she had just finished her graduate program. And and so that was a, that was a high point, but her life was in the, the can or the gutter, as you might say, it was just like a bad, bad time. But if you look at the, the physical piece of evidence of that moment, that picture, she's got a big smile on your face. So she's like, you know, I think, I think this has always been an element where sometimes we, portray to the outside world one story when our inner story is totally different. And it's just, you know, a lot more people can see that story now. And and it's a good reminder that what you see on social media is not always what you get, you know, that people's day-to-day right. trials and tribulations, they don't always share. I mean, some people get down and dirty and all that kind of stuff, but um, a lot of people are just... Right you know, showing up their they very most primped and proper and lipstick on and hair done and all of that kind of stuff.
1: Well, you know, we were, we were trying to think of, um, you know, we always like to anchor back to the eighties and how we faked it back then. And, we really, there wasn't really a way to fake it, except what you were just talking about with the pictures. But it just reminded me, as you're telling that story, we would take Christmas card pictures every single year so we could show this perfect family, right? Yeah. Well, behind the scenes, we're always like screaming, stop that, smile, don't do that. <laughs> we would say, if you're not good, we're not going to ice cream after the big- you know, he was like, make all these threats. And so you right. see this picture. Oh, the Walters family, so perfect. Yeah. Well, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> if only those, you know, yeah. the photographs or videos, then everyone would really know what was what was going on yeah. behind the scenes. But,
0: but you also, you said, you know, the fear of missing out was real for you back then because of just some of the boundaries that your parents set for you as a teenager, right? What you were allowed to do and not do
1: right. I, I was only allowed to go out one weekend night and I just, oh my God, I hated that. And I remember back in the day when they had cruising in Petaluma, those of you that grew up um, in Sonoma County would remember that as well. And I was invited to go cruising with two girls. Well, we didn't drive then. So we were with somebody that could drive and I don't remember who that was, but I couldn't go. So I didn't go. And I would have lied about where I was anyway, which is probably a good thing because the next morning on the very cover of the Argus Courier our little you know town's paper there was a picture of those two girls hanging out a car window because the article was about cruising in downtown Petaluma and I thought oh dear god I would have been that my face would have been right there and I'd have some explaining to do exactly
0: (laughs) well how funny is that like when there was no social media but hey there were still newspaper photographers and you never know when you might get your picture taken oh my god that's too too funny I, I remember the same thing where, but not being allowed to, right? So that's where we really felt we were missing out. And, 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 and then you couldn't find out till the next day or maybe the next school day, what had actually happened to the people that did go out because you, know, you couldn't lay in your bed not out and look at what they were doing, which we, you know, right. you and I have talked about, we probably think was a good thing for us. Oh but my God, without question. Yeah. without question, without question. I
1: just know for myself personally, my personality, I would have been, it would have caused great anxiety for me.
0: Well, one of the other things that came up out of this fake famous movie is just this reminder how what you see isn't what you choose to see either, right, that they have these algorithms that are constantly changing, that are deciding what to show you, and who to show your things to even, we have to remind ourselves about that, right, because it's easy to then stop having freedom of choice about what it is we see, because it's just like this, and if we're just scrolling, and scrolling, and scrolling, and um, you know, this whole kind of recommendation era that we live in, where there's always based on you know the last you don't even have to click on a link you, if you just pause long enough to to read a caption or something they know. And then all of a sudden you'll start getting the ads for it and that sort of thing. And, and so it narrows our choice and what we're exposed to that might help us make a better decision or a wider, uh, cast a wider, you know, net on, you know, our choices. And so that to me is super scary as well. And, and it's, um, something to be for all of us to be mindful about. Are we, are we mindlessly, being consumers and buying things and following a thread that isn't even something we care about just because some algorithm thinks based on some of these other choices that we've made, um, that we should do that.
1: Right. Well, the movie, um, that had talked about that too, which is another really good one that we would recommend people see is social dilemma, which is really eye-opening because a lot of the people that sort of created these platforms are now on there saying, I wouldn't let my kids go on these platforms. I don't let my family, you know, they're really controlling about what they allow their children to do, which I thought was very frightening. So it's like, okay for everybody else, but it's not good for your family. So um, yes. And one to just piggyback on that last thought, I had heard or read somewhere that it said never to click on a suggestion, like YouTube thinks that you would like this video, never click on it because that you're just in that moment, you're following exactly the the road that they want you to be on instead of you making the choices for yourself. So just a tip for, for our listeners.
0: Yep kind of talk about this today because in life too in real life with real people not you know in the digital world people still kind of get hung up about the number of friends and and we we just felt it came came back to quality of friends and friendship versus quantity you don't yes. need certainly don't need thousands of friends cuz if i were to quiz you you wouldn't even know what their birthdays were but <laughs> uh, and, and even hundreds of friends so those are maybe acquaintances in fact i was i was saying that people will refer to people as a facebook friend as opposed to like an actual friend which is is kind of interesting in and of itself and and you know what what we have mm-hmm. in our friendship and and what we want to encourage you to nurture and to make time for are to enhance the quality of the friendships that you do have and that are meaningful to you. And, and, um, you know, when you do that, uh, all the great benefits of friendship that we talked about on on many of our past episodes of the podcast, uh, you know, can come to fruition for you. And and if we worry less about how many friends we have and more about are we really giving to the friendships that that are there for us, or even as as we're forming new friendships, do we really give it the attention and the time uh, to make it a quality friendship. Well,
1: remember back a couple episodes, I can't remember which one now, but we had said that the number of quality or relationships that one person really can function with, Mm -hmm. the number was 150, 150. Yeah. And that even to me feels like a lot, right? you know, I mean, but maybe you're thinking about maybe aunts or cousins or, you know, it's extended, but to have 150 friends that you really have a quality close connection with, that seems pretty challenging to me.
0: Yeah. Well, and that was, I think, when we were talking about the circle. So as you come into those, really that kind of core group, it's really more like a handful. You can count them on your hand, right? Where you really know the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the pain, the joy, all of those things that those are shared um, with those, those people in that, that kind of closest circle. So, so, you know, we wanted to, to, to tell you today that we are grateful for those of you that have been listening and we hope to attract more listeners but we are not and will never purchase a listener right. or a follower <laughs> that we do not want to be famous and we definitely right. don't want to be fake we want to be our real selves and continue to tell you our fun stories and to help you value and, and nurture your friendships authentic connections here only alright friends there you have it can find us girls just want to tell stories wherever you stream your favorite podcasts we hope you'll join us on this journey and share it with anyone who might find friendship and community within these stories thank you for listening and thank you for being our friend